0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network.
1: Welcome back. It's the meeting of, of the minds, the animal lovers from all across the country. Two million strong. Did you know that? Every week wow. right here. For Animal Radio. All you pet lovers, what a show we have for you today. In fact, we're kicking off the season of the stars. Uh, This month we'll hear from Davy Jones, uh, you know, from the monkeys.
2: (laughs) I gotta say,
3: well, Mickey, Mike, and Peter are doing okay. They're all in the actors' home in Hollywood, you know. (laughs) I went to see them a couple of weeks ago and I went over and I said, do you know who I am?
1: (laughs) That's coming up this month in the season of stars. Also, Dom Deluise. Well, now your first gig, your first paid gig, was uh, was as a dog, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, burden
0: is a dog. I got fifteen dollars <laughs> a performance plus a spaghetti dinner. Oh, so I was wow. very young.
1: And also uh, Joanne Warley, you remember her from uh, Laughing? She'll be joining us this month today. Rue McClanahan from Maud and the Golden Girls. You probably remember her the most. She's a big animal advocate. She joins us, and we find out about the animals in her life. Today, also, uh, vet ethics: how to find a trustworthy veterinarian.
5: That's a tough thing to do.
1: Just like any other profession.
5: Yeah, you want to check out your doctor before you go and make sure he's right for you. You want to do the same for your pet.
1: And we're going to talk to a doctor who's trying to make that easier. Also, Dr. Jim Humphreys today, our veterinary minute with acupuncture.
5: Acupuncture for your pet. Yeah, it's it a... for fluffy, fluffy and Fido. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Another scoop-free litter out the door today for you. That's the scoop-free automatic litter for your cat and you, making your life so much easier. Uh, all we're asking is for your Thanksgiving stories through the month of November. Tell us why you're thankful for your pet at one 405 8405 Oh, I guess it was just about eight months ago there was an article in Consumer Reports talking uh-huh. about uh, veterinarians, veterinary care. Not a very flattering article. Really? They, well, it was... Uh, it was really, I, I think the article was something like, Good thing you love Shotzi's like a son, because his care could cost as much. Wow. And it really tested the ethics of veterinarians. I am so pleased to have with us Dr. John Robbs, a very respected Connecticut ven- veterinarian who was created and founded Protect the Pets. Their goal is to make a positive change in animal care, promoting high-quality care that values pets over profits Ethics, I think we're talking about here. Doctor, how are you doing?
4: I'm good, Hal. How, how are you today?
1: Very good. I'm very excited uh, about your program. Can you tell us a little bit about it?
4: Yes, Hal. Uh, and hi, Judy. Hi. Uh, basically, uh, when I entered veterinary medicine coming out of vet school 22 years ago, I had an ideal of what was going to happen, and that was I was going to take care of animals that were injured and, you know, uh, make a good living doing it and help the public, and I quickly found out that it wasn't about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that there were many veterinarians who really hadn't kept up with the profession and so weren't given the care that they should, and uh,
6: mm-hmm.
4: and definitely decisions were being made where, if it came down to money, an animal might be euthanized that could be saved by the veterinarian in front of them. So, uh, I was disillusioned, and uh, had you No know, been- wait,
6: wait
1: a second. Yeah. Wouldn't euthanizing reduce the profits and future profits <laughs> of a veterinarian?
4: <laughs> Actually, it doesn't, because if they're dead, that's the end of the road. You know yes, what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, but, but at the same time, it you know, really was a hard issue. Why would you get into this? You know? And uh, I, I got steered wrong, too. I'm not speaking from a place of, uh, of doing it right all the time. I over-vaccinated. I got into the system. I was going the wrong way. But at some point, I got humbled and had to what, take a look at myself.
1: What was that turning point? What made
6: you decide to do that?
4: You know, honestly, when my bookkeeper said, Doc, we can either pay you or we can pay the staff, which would it be this week?
6: Mm, In other words, my
4: practice was broke. Uh And, uh, you know, I I knew it all. See, doctors, they they just know it all. That's where the A students, you know, and uh, we tend to not listen to other people. And, uh, unfortunately, A student may not stand for the best. It may stand for actually... uh, thinking you can do it all yourself. So I learned to listen to other people, especially about the business aspects.
1: Sure. Were there veterinarians, do you know, maybe even yourself, that were were, uh, perhaps doing vaccination? Well, I guess you did say you did vaccinations purely for, for, for profit at one time. How about decline or anything like that?
4: Well, you know, I think those are two different issues, you know, but the vaccine end of it, uh, there were veterinarians, including myself at times, where you could have a four-in-one shot, and instead you'd give a three-in-one shot and then a whole extra shot just to increase your profits. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay.
1: Uh, so you made that change. You decided to found this program. What kind of response have you received so far, and, and where are you
7: going with it? It's called Protect the Pets, right? It's
4: called Protect the Pets, yeah. Um, from the general public Unanimous, this is great because they're the ones that are in the dark. They're the ones that are trying to get good medicine for their pets and coming up against a lot of bad situations. From the veterinarians, uh, I think most of them are are scared. Um, uh, You know, they're not really in touch with their insides. There's something wrong, but they don't know what it is. And of course, if they're not ready to look at it, it's kind of scary, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, certainly when they. We have gotten a very good response from many vets, in fact, across the country. I think we're up to about 60 veterinarians who have joined the movement and post our code of conduct in their facility. And that's okay. like a
1: Hippocratical oath?
4: Yeah, it's more the ethics and morals. You know, I will not put money in, the, in, in front of the care of an animal. I will treat my staff with respect. I mean, they're really common-sense things. I won't talk about clients behind their backs. I won't, you know, uh, abuse the animals. I mean, you think these were all things that we're right, but we all need to be reminded. And sure. mm-hmm. uh, the good response have been veterinarians, which, which which say, you know, I either live by that, or I, I need to be reminded to live by that code of conduct. Mm-hmm. Do you
5: find that vets that have been practicing for many years tend to lose some of that compassion?
4: You know, it's, it's a very... Honestly, the, the veterinary system from the vet school on, there's problems. We're not producing doctors like medical doctors, okay? Mm-hmm. We're far f- short from that. And yet, the consumers want care like a medical doctor. They don't do the internships and residencies, most of them. Mm
6: -hmm. They're not
4: prepared to do that. Now, they're definitely not prepared to be a business person. So now you're floored with, I got to buy all this equipment. How do I make it work? And sometimes you do start to charge for things or do procedures and things. Looking at the bottom line more than looking at the animal in front of you. Sure. Mm-hmm.
5: I've worked for vets, and I won't name names, but uh, I've seen the way that they treat the animal when the guardian is present, but yet when they take the animal in the back where no one's watching except for personnel, what they do to that dog and the way they they treat it and are rough with it. Now, is that
1: a... Um Is that somebody that's just messed up, or is that somebody that uh, has become complacent over time, Judy? That's what I'm
5: asking. That's what I'm wondering. Over the years, do they become, you know, after so many years, I know this vet had practiced many years. I don't know if he was burned out or... Yeah.
4: You know, first of all, I want to say there's excellent vets out there doing all the right things. The owner's welcome in the back room, and, you know, so we can't talk about veterinarians as a whole. But
1: well, no, of course not. You
7: only hear about the bad things, unfortunately. <laughs>
4: I, I better say that, because I've got to look outside my window when I <laughs> They know my address. But anyway, the point is that, yes, I mean, they, they leave their own. A lot of times a cat doesn't want a needle stuck in its vein, and they've got two texts holding it. The cat's screaming, peeing, pooping, and instead of just sedating it a little bit or or seeing if it might be calmer with the owner present, Uh this cat basically goes through torture. Right. So I'm with you. I mean, I I see that all the time, you know, and it's a, it's a, it's a, and you're right. Well, how could you be a veterinarian and not be compassionate what you're doing to that animal? Exactly.
5: I think a few kind words might have helped calm the animal, but this man was a big man. His presence was overwhelming and he was a little rough, you know, with the animals.
4: You know, a lot of what happens, look veterinarians aren't business people okay uh-huh. now I, I gotta buy this equipment for eighty thousand a hundred thousand yes. yeah. i'm trying to make a profit but i won't let anybody tell me how to run my business right and so, this was a, a man running a business by himself that's what i'm saying so half the time they're angry at all that and they're taking it out on their staff and their ability to practice medicine i mean this is a very common and that's what's bringing a lot of these corporations in because they're able to take a product run a business and win you know and uh, you know that's a whole another story—the corporate thing. You know? Well,
1: you, you you have other things against you, other odds against you. One of the uh, one of the things in the Consumer Reports article was that uh, uh, many vets have more complaints filed against them than a used car lot. There's there's malpractice. There's there's all kinds of things you're up against. And this this of course transfers into the human world too. Why prices and costs. Uh, Increase. There's uh, insurance uh, insurance that you have to pay. I imagine.
4: Well, Hal, really, it's not the same as human. Our insurance is less than $1,000 a year for my You can't touch me. Okay. If I kill your dog, I can kill the next dog, and the next dog, and the next dog, because you can't touch me financially. It's your property, what'd you buy it for? Minus depreciation, you can sue me wow. for nothing. So there's no accountability, and that's one of my big issues. There needs to be a sum that people can sue for when veterinarians screw up, because there's no accountability in the profession. The next step is your state boards and things like that. Certainly in Connecticut, there's no boys' school, and there's so many complaints, but they're slapped on the wrist. They go back and do it again, and again, and again. So this is the problem: is there's a lack of accountability, which maybe a veterinarian might say, "Well, gee, I'm protected," but the truth is, the profession's not protected, and your integrity goes along with your profession.
1: I'm proud of what you're doing.
4: Well, want, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going to
1: encourage listeners to check out www.protectthepets.com. What will we find at the website
7: there?
4: Well, at the website, first of all, you'll find how to evaluate a veterinary hospital. Okay, so it
7: is for the consumer.
4: For the consumer. uh, You'll find a member's section for veterinarians. You'll find a section for the press. I mean, we're trying to touch all groups to get the message out. My hope is to help veterinarians see the light like I did, but at the same time, inform consumers so they could also drive the change and, of course, protect the pets.
5: As a consumer, do you have a list of veterinarians that are participating in this program that I might want to select? As my yeah, absolutely. Vet?
4: They're doing that. They're on the website. There's every day, one or two vets are joining. In addition, on the Pet Talk forum, there's an area for the public to come in and give their views. So we have great vets in Ohio, great vets in Connecticut, great vets in California. Wow. So you can people are connecting and saying, look, I, I hear what you're saying. I had that kind of experience, but this place isn't like that.
1: Very good. Check out the website. One more time, it's www.protectthepets.com. Of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Dr. John Robb, thanks so much for joining us today. You guys
4: are great. Thanks for having me.
1: It is Animal Radio's season of the stars all throughout the holidays. Today, Rue McClanahan from Maud and uh, the Golden Girls.
4: Did you watch that show? I
5: did. She was, uh, she was like a southern girl. that was, She was man-crazed. It was Blanche...
1: Dubois De- or something De- like Devereaux that. or something. something. Some
5: French yes. name, yes. Yes, I love the character.
1: Big animal lover, and she's joining us today on Animal Radio. The Animal Minute is brought to you by Pet Solution RX, a revolutionary 100% natural first aid treatment for pets. Pet Solution RX is the miracle water that heals everything from hot spots to insect bites. Available at local pet stores or visit www.earthsbalance.com. Dogs or cats, horse
2: or emu,
5: and People too. The future looked bleak for Scooter, the abandoned and paralyzed ferret, until he was paired up with Bill Higby, a sort of ferret fanatic from Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Higby, sometimes called the ferret guy, adopted Scooter and even built him a little ferret wheelchair that allows him to move freely around the house. Higby takes Scooter to the vet once a week for acupuncture explaining how they're trying to get his chi flowing. All this love, attention, and chi-adjusting is doing the trick. Higby says Scooter is happy and improving every week. Now isn't all this extra care a little over the top? Nope. Higby says it's just what you do for your family. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. You probably
8: have no idea what it's like to be a hot, hairy dog with itchy skin. Thank dog there's relief. Pet Solution Rx, I'll always be loyal to you.
7: Instant relief for sensitive skin problems, hot spots, mange, insect bites, and more. 100% 100% Natural Pet Solution Rx at EarthsBalance.com
8: Visit EarthsBalance.com for my sake.
1: Whoa. Another fine product from the makers of Dog on It and G Whiz. Ever wish your dog was on the cover of a national magazine? Now's your chance. Animal Wellness Magazine, North America's number one resource for helping your animals live a long, healthy life is now looking for the healthiest pups around and the winner of our photo contest will land on the front cover. Big, small, young, or old. It's all good as long as the photos have high quality and sent to our offices by the deadline. To get all the rules and see a full list of prizes for Animal Wellness Magazine's photo contest, pick up your issue today at Barnes & Noble's Whole Foods or online at www.animalwellnessmagazine.com. Happy
5: Happy birthday! birthday. This is such a cool party. Did you see the cake? I did. Shaped like a doggy bone. So cute. How old is the birthday boy in people years? 28. Oh, time flies. I remember when he tinkled on his first fire hydrant. He'll always be my little puppy.
8: (laughs) There's a place for you and your party animal, PetStyle.com. PetStyle is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers like you. At PetStyle, we understand your unique relationship with your pet, so we offer a thousand ways to make it better. PetStyle.com is a video-based online network that's always there for you with original programming, fun amateur videos, training and travel tips, health and wellness and more. PetStyle is information and entertainment designed with your lifestyle in mind. It's the place to be for you and your party animal. PetStyle.com. Log on and tune in today.
2: Scoop Free is the first litter box you can leave alone for weeks at a time with no scooping, cleaning, or refilling.
5: Scoop Free is a revolution in automatic litter boxes. Its disposable throwaway trays are filled with fresh step crystal litter that provide unbeatable odor control and are so convenient. After about 30 days per cat, just replace a disposable litter tray and that's
2: it. Just load it, leave it, and love it. Available at select pet stores and
9: at ScoopFree.com.
8: Animal Radio is brought to you by Out Deluxe Training Pads. Traditional newspaper training is old news. Out Deluxe Training Pads are ten times more absorbent, scientifically treated to attract pets and control odors. Available nationwide at major discount and grocery stores. Welcome to Voice of the Animal. Cerulean, turquoise, sky, aquamarine, cornflower, teal, blue. When you think of the color blue, what animal comes to mind? Why, the bluebird, of course. Henry David Thoreau wrote, The bluebird carries the sky on his back. And he does. An otherworldly heavenly blue. The blue of the Virgin Mary's cloak. A Maxfield Parish twilight blue that speaks of the enchanted realm of fairy and magical places, not of this world. The American naturalist John Burroughs described the bluebird as a disembodied voice, a rumor in the air. Before it takes visible shape before you, finally revealing in its feathers one of the primary hues, and the divinest of them all. Happy little bluebirds fly beyond the rainbow, and why oh why we wonder, can't I? It is this wonderful otherworld that is associated with the bluebird in the sacred narrative of the Navajo, in which the goddess, Changing Woman, is born high on a mountaintop surrounded by bluebirds and rainbows. It is changing woman who realizes that the people need some kind of tool to remember all of the sacred rituals of their ceremonies. She decides that paintings made of colored sand, grains, pollen, flower petals, and berries would be perfect, as the materials would always be available. But she's not sure just how to create them, so she has a sing. And while deep in meditation, a bluebird comes and sings with her the Bluebird is the messenger of Talking God, her guardian grandfather, and his presence is confirmation that her sand paintings will be of great value to the people. And so they are to this day. A Pima legend tells of how Bluebird got his name. He was once an ugly, nondescript bird and was most unhappy about it. So for four days in a row, he bathed in a pure blue lake, chanting a sacred song. On the fifth morning, he emerged with blue feathers, and Coyote proclaimed him more beautiful than anything that flies in the air. The phrase, The Bluebird of Happiness, comes from a play called, The Bluebird, by the Nobel Prize winning playwright, Maurice Maeterlinck. It is an early 20th century fairy tale, where a brother and sister are sent from their forest home by a fairy queen to search the world for The Bluebird of Happiness. The children visit many places and have many adventures, but only when they return home do they realize that the bluebird has been at home in their birdcage all along. The children give the bird to a neighbor child who is very ill, and the bird flies away. By the end of the play, they've learned that true happiness is usually found in your own backyard, in the journey, not the destination, in seeking, not finding, and in an unselfish act of giving, not the reward. This theme was later immortalized in the song, The Bluebird of Happiness. First introduced at Radio City Music Hall in the late 40s, it became a best-selling record. You too can find the bluebird of happiness in your own backyard. As urban sprawl, development, and pesticides have caused the bluebird population to decline, humankind has taken action to help. And it has become popular all over the country to create bluebird trails, nesting boxes designed especially for the size and nesting needs of the bluebird. A trail can be one box or dozens. The bluebirds can have two families a season, and they will return back to their nesting boxes each year. Then, you won't have to travel over a rainbow to see them, but you will find the bluebird of happiness in your very own backyard. Visit us on the World Wide Web at voiceoftheanimal.org. For Voice of the Animal, this is Rayanne Ann
5: As the director of a busy rescue shelter, I'm constantly house training. And as any pet guardian will tell you, house training can be frustrating and confusing for both you and your pup. And learn bad habits like using newspaper is hard to break. We use Out Deluxe Training Pads because their scent attracts dogs. Here's two tips from somebody that knows. Speed up the house training process through consistency and Out Deluxe Training Pads. There's no easier or cleaner way to train your pup. Find Out Deluxe Training Pads at major discount and grocery. Stores
6: nationwide.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. 1
1: 405 8405. Hi, who's this? My name is
10: Erica. Hi, Erica. How you doing?
1: I'm oh, well, thank you. Good. Where are you calling from? What city?
10: I'm calling from Tahanga. Tahanga,
1: so you must be listening on either Coast or KBIG, yes?
10: Yes, I listen on coast.
1: Very good. What can we do for you today? Do you have a story for a scoop-free litter?
10: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's perfect. I keep myself um, surrounded by cats and dogs, and I have for many, many years. And I think it's um, I think it's just the most effective form of therapy that I have.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. After a hard day at work, you, you, you come home, and uh, you get to relax, and these... Wonderful creatures give you unconditional love, and uh, yet yeah, we're not thankful enough, are we?
10: Do we thank them enough? Uh, They really get their share.
6: <laughs> you spoil your pets, huh?
10: Well, I do. I spoil them by um, feeding them properly and taking care of their needs, um, and not indulging, not indulging them with the wrong kinds of food and sure. things like that. But, um, uh, no, I just have so much appreciation for the way that they teach me. You know, if, if I watch them long enough and pay attention to what what they do, uh-huh. then I learn things like resting.
6: Uh-huh.
10: <laughs> uh, they really teach me that I can de stress.
6: What? Uh,
1: how many pets do you have right now?
10: Um, up to, or I should say, down to four <laughs> four cats and two dogs. Wow! And they all get along. They love each other. They're great.
6: One happy family, huh?
10: Yeah, the Siamese thinks she's in charge of everyone, but then there's the big orange tabby that likes to tell her, you know, and keep her in her place. It's it's lovely to just see them create their own family, even though they came into the house at all different times. Uh
7: Uh-huh. Erica, with four cats, you probably
1: spend a good amount of time right now scooping the litter, huh?
10: Absolutely. (laughs) We're if you get... don't, then they show you otherwise. Well, yes. yeah,
1: you wouldn't want to go in a, in a dirty place.
5: In a dirty bathroom. That's the
1: one thing that I love about these scoop-free litters is not only are they good for us, the human, who doesn't have to clean it every uh, day, but every time the cat goes back, it's always clean for them, which is so very, very important. So what we're going to do is we're going to get you qualified for one of these scoop-free, one of five that we're giving away this month for the month of, of November.
10: Oh thank
1: you. Hold on one second, Erica, and thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Don't go anywhere. We know cat lovers have many reasons. They're thankful for their cats. Share those with us, one eight six six four oh five eight four oh five for a scoop-free automatic litter. Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet PetStyle.com is America's first lifestyle broadband network dedicated to dog and cat lovers. From premium video content to fun videos you can post, PetStyle, it's designed with your lifestyle in mind. Log on and tune in today, PetStyle.com. We'll be right back with Rue McClanahan.
7: Hi, this is John O'Hurley. You're listening to Animal
0: Radio. And remember, most importantly, please spay or neuter. Fido-friendly magazine. Perhaps you can do without it, but for kibble's sake, think of your dog. At last, a voice for us traveling canines. Until now, few have taken mobile pooches seriously. After all, who appreciates warm shelter and a comfy bed more than a dog? Fido Friendly, the travel magazine for you and your dog. A quarterly guide to Fido Friendly accommodations in the United States and Canada. Because if Fido ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Subscribe at FidoFriendly.com. Your dog will thank you. Woof! Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network.
1: Almost didn't make it back in time. <laughs> Where were you? On a boys' room. Animal Radio's brought to you by BioSpot premium flea and tick control products for dogs and cats. One application keeps pets free of fleas and ticks for up to four weeks. BioSpot is available at your local pet store or visit www.biospot.com. Okay, I assume you lined her up while I was in the bathroom?
5: Yes, we're all waiting. This one? Yes.
1: Well, best known for her roles alongside Bea, author on the television sitcoms Maud and the Golden Girls, a lifelong animal right to advocate, one of the first celebrity supporters of PETA, ladies and gentlemen, Rue McClanahan, is joining us. Hi, Rue. How do you do, folks? How are you? Where are you broadcasting from? Well, today we're in Kanab, Utah, near Best Friend's Animal Sanctuary. Oh, yes,
3: yes. A place I've never visited, but have always supported and are as long as I've known about it. And absolutely, am so proud
1: of. Oh, well, they're doing some wonderful work. Uh, now God, they're... if only everyone could be that successful.
5: <laughs> yes. Well, you've he... got to come and visit.
1: Yes, it's a beautiful part of the country. Plus, uh, of course, what they're doing there is not only there in Kanab, but all across the world. Uh, they just did an airlift from Lebanon, is that correct? From Beirut? Are
5: you kidding Yes. yes. 300, 300 animals from Beirut. Are you kidding me? To where? To Best Friends. To Utah yes. Utah. yes. 300? Yes. Yes, cats
1: and dogs. Pretty amazing, huh?
3: Oh, my God. I can't believe
1: it. Well, yes. it takes a lot of help from supporters uh, worldwide.
3: Oh. I didn't know they were that well
1: known.
5: Yeah, no, they, they have a network all over the United
3: States. Well, God, well, maybe I can do a book signing in Canav. I have to have some excuse to get out. Oh, we can find
1: <laughs> an excuse. So, what book do you have? Tell me. I didn't know about this. No. Oh,
3: one... it'll be out on Mother's Day, which is May ninth this year. Okay. And it's called. Are you ready? Yes, I am. My first five husbands
1: and the ones who got away. <laughs> my first five husbands and the ones that got away now have you really been married five times
3: no i've been married six
1: wow <laughs> and uh, i bet there were a lot of animals in there somewhere oh
3: okay. baby and also pictures of them inside yes. the book oh yeah i have i have all my dogs on one page and all my not all but i have some i mean i've had too many dogs they filled the book <laughs> and cats but i have uh the most important cats and the most important dogs.
1: Well, now who do you share your life with now? Any dogs
6: or cats?
3: We have Bianca, who is 16. Wow. <laughs> and she's a white, mixed Siamese. And so being of Siamese ancestry, we expect her to live at least to 21.
0: Yes, they do, don't they?
3: And she's very youthful at 16. And so I had her eight years before I met Mr. Wilson Morrow mm-hmm. Wilson mm-hmm. and uh, he came out there I was packing up my house to pack up because I was moving to New York uh-huh. and he came with me and Bianca said to him hello there good looking <laughs> <laughs> how would you like to take me back to New York and you know what she was the only cat that was left I was living in coyote country at the time
6: uh-huh.
3: and uh, somehow they managed to get out of their I had a big cat A cannery. I had a big cannery outside. Mm
6: -hmm.
3: And, uh, you know, rainproof and all that. Mm -hmm. And lots of places for them to climb and sleep. And they managed, and I had a little tunnel that I built out of chicken wire. Wow. Going to a little circle out in the sun, Uh which was my little garden. Uh A little, um, and it had a,
5: oh, seven
3: foot fence around it. One by one, they managed to get out and get it. Oh, no.
5: Mm. We have a little Houdini that gets out of our cattery every once in a while. Oh, there's one in every litter. Yes.
3: (laughs) I didn't keep Bianca out there. I kept her in the house.
6: Ah.
3: And I had a cat door. She went in and out, but she went straight up to the roof, and she stayed there all day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was very canny. She did not wander out of the yard. Uh
6: Uh-huh.
1: Well, no. You, you mentioned that uh, she picked your your latest husband. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Now, do you find that uh, animals are a good judge of character? Yes. Even though this is number this is number six, right? This is the first one, though that that, uh,
3: that the animal picked. Yes. Well, I had animals with all of them, and some of them had animals. One guy had two cats, and he couldn't bear dogs. He hated dogs with a passion. Mm. And uh, one dog had a... I mean, one dog. One husband had a Scotty dog and no cats. Uh He wasn't that fond of cats. And uh, let's see, the first two... I didn't have a dog with the first husband, but we were very poor at the time and living in a one-room apartment. Mm -hmm. And... uh, then I got dogs and cats in the second and the third and the fourth and <laughs> the fifth. And by the time I was divorced from the fifth husband, I had six dogs and eight cats.
1: Wow. <laughs> We're with Rue McClanahan. You know, Rue, when I was a kid, there was a there was a particular cat that changed my life, the first animal in my life. It was Thatcher, a Siamese cat, ironically. Was there an animal in your life, the, maybe the first one that you connected with?
3: Darling. The first one that I knew was born before I was, and she was, uh, her name was Cherry, uh-huh. and she was a German Shepherd, and she belonged to my pater- maternal grandparents, uh-huh. and they had also, they lived with a barn and animals, and and Cherry was always outside, and a wonderful dog. She lived to be 13, I remember,
6: uh-huh.
3: and a German Shepherd, you know, and um, oh, she was gentle and wonderful, and then there were They were barn cats that wandered around, but they didn't keep a cat in the house. But Cherry was my first one. And then we got a dog, and we named her Cherry. She was just a little brown, Mm -hmm. you know, when I was eight. And then when I was 11, we got Skipper, who was half um, Chihuahua and half Terrier. (laughs) And he was an interesting, very smart dog, and he lived to be... Well, he lived all through my grade school years, all through my junior high and high school years, and one of my college years, and when I came to New York to seek my fortune while I was in New York, uh, he died. Mm. But he was a very important dog to me, way back when.
1: Are you a cat person or a dog person? you have a cat now and had dogs then?
3: I'm equally... No, I had dogs and cats all up until now. Now I just have this one cat. We live in a New York apartment, Uh and... um, my husband is very, very fond of cats, and Good. and he doesn't believe that dogs should live in a New York apartment.
1: It's kind of tough. Right. Yeah, it's kind of tough. It's a small place. They, they need a bigger yard,
3: place to live. Yeah. Right. But I get to see, well, I have a little yard, 40 feet by 25. It's, it's considered a huge backyard in New York. <laughs> sure. And uh, it's, it's more like a big garden. And um, she, Bianca, of course, loves to go out there and mouse. She catches mice. Uh-huh. Boy, is she a hunter! I bet.
5: <laughs> Still at sixteen, huh? Oh, absolutely.
3: You'd never know she was sixteen if I didn't tell you. Well, no,
1: those Siamese cats. They, uh, as I remember, Thatcher had uh, was always talking and had kind of a baby cry. It sounded like a, a human baby.
3: Well, she talks a lot, but not in the same strident voice that a, a, a full blood Siamese talks in.
6: Uh-huh.
3: Bianca has a much softer voice. Except when she catches a mouse, and then she has, like, a loud system. She blares out, come see what I've got, come see what I've got. And you know that call is, Uh, I caught a mouse. You're going to
5: find something on your doorstep. No, in the house. Oh, no. Oh, yes.
1: Well, before we go, I know your time is very valuable. Do you have any, any words for our animal lover listeners?
3: Well, not for the animal lover listeners. I have some for the ones that haven't become saviors yet. Okay get in there and help. Yes,
1: so very 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 important.
3: Oh, I tell you, and spay and neuter. That's the that's the password. Spay and neuter. That's the only way we will get rid of the daily killings that go on by the thousands upon thousands and millions.
1: Yes, so well, many. And if you're looking for a particular animal, you go to a shelter and save a life.
3: Yes, you, you don't buy any. No. Yes. Yeah. May... Oh,
5: I've
1: never bought an animal in my life.
5: Nope, that only encouraged them to produce more.
1: May 9th, my first five husbands. Five husbands and the ones that got away. The book from <laughs> Rue McClanahan. Rue's joining us. Thank you so much for being on Animal Radio with us today.
3: Well, I love doing it, and I love you for having it.
0: You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
8: I'm Margaret Jenkins and I breed and train dogs for people who are sight impaired. Our owners rely on our dogs and I rely on BioSpot. These dogs, they help guide their owners through everyday life so they don't have time to scratch because of fleas and ticks. In the 20 years I've been doing this, I have tried a lot of products, and i found that BioSpot is as effective as what I used to get at my vet, but it's available at my local pet store, and it's guaranteed to work.
7: BioSpot is simple, providing many breeds of dogs and cats with relief without constant applications.
8: BioSpot is really effective. One application, keeps pets free of fleas and ticks, and even mosquitoes for up to four weeks. And it kills flea eggs and larvae for up to four months.
7: BioSpot is also a great value. It's about a third the cost of leading veterinarian brands, and it's guaranteed to work with all sizes and breeds of dogs and cats or your money back.
8: These dogs have to be at their best,
2: so I rely on the best. BioSpot.
7: Go to BioSpot.com today. It's the choice of professionals. Ever wondered about what the best food to feed your dog or cat? Or have you ever
1: wondered if you need to be giving your animals all those vaccinations? There are so many new products out there for our furry loved ones. How do you choose which is the right one for you? Animal Wellness Magazine is your natural resource delivering the truth about the best way to care for your animals, plus educating you about the best quality foods, products, and services available today. Trust Animal Wellness Magazine, the leading-edge resource in natural health information, available at Barnes & Noble, Whole Foods, and online at www.animalwellnessmagazine.com.
0: Preventing pain, fear and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness from all across the globe, this is Animal Radio Network. 1-866-405-8405.
7: One eight six six four zero
1: five
10: eight four zero five. 405 Hi, who's this? This is Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you
1: doing? I'm doing good. Where are you calling?
10: Um, Lake Tahoe, California.
1: South Lake Tahoe. What, what kind of day is it there today?
10: Um, actually, it's a
3: little rainy. We had a little bit of snow last night, but nothing mm. major.
1: Yeah, it seems to be <laughs> creeping in. I hear uh, the the East Coast is getting inundated. should have uh, at least a foot of snow.
5: Well, knock but. on wood, we don't have any snow here. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. We will. What can we do
1: for you today?
10: Well, I was, I was listening to your program and I heard the gentleman talking about um, the uh, book that he had published.
1: Oh, John O'Hurley. Correct. Y- do you remember him as Jay Peterman from Seinfeld? Did you ever watch Seinfeld? I did. Yes.
5: Oh, he's so handsome. Hey, what
1: You think he's handsome? Oh, I think
5: he's handsome. Okay, now
1: he's... I'm starting to question oh, yeah. him. What?
5: <laughs> Why do you think I have him as a regular on the show? Well,
1: because he's very funny. I think well, he's uh he can be
5: handsome a big as entertainment
1: as well. factor. A yeah. Big name factor. Okay. Well we have an extra copy of his book which is doing phenomenally well and I'd like to go ahead and give it to you if that's all right.
5: Oh, I'd appreciate that. It sounded really interesting. I love the title of it.
1: What was the, the title? Uh... It's
5: okay to miss the bed on the first jump. Sure,
1: and that's uh, absolutely true. You, you've got a lot of life lessons out of this book, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, hold on one second. We need to get some information from you. Do you have any pets?
10: I do. I have a 16-year-old golden retriever. Wow. wow. Yeah. He's... um my best
3: friend... What's his name? His name is Cisco. Cisco? Yeah.
1: Okay, well, along with the book, we'll send Cisco a little gift, too. Okay? Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Hey, thanks for listening to Animal Radio. Oh, every ta- every chance I get, I do. Okay, hold on one second. Thank you. one 405 8405 for your Thanksgiving stories throughout the, the whole month of November. We're looking for them. A scoop-free automatic litter up for grabs, or if you just have a question... You can also head over to the uh, website at animalradio.com. Your voice at animalradio.com is how to email us directly. Rue McClanahan, pretty good. She kicked off our season of the stars. We have Davy Jones from the Monkees.
5: We have Joanne Worley. From uh, Laughing. Yes, I used to watch that. Who else? Uh, Dom DeLuise.
1: Oh, yes. He'll (laughs) be joining us. He'll be uh, the headliner for the season of the stars. All that information at animalradio.com. Animal Radio. Brought to you by the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Did you know your common everyday purchases can make a big difference for the animal? Get your free compassionate shopping guide by calling the American Anti-Vivisection Society. Here's a pretty easy number to remember. 1-800-SAY-A-A-V-S. Have you been thinking about getting acupuncture for your pet? Up next, Dr. Jim Humphreys in your Veterinary Minute. Right here on Animal Radio.
0: Don't go anywhere. This is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals.
6: I've had it done to me.
0: It's not that woof!
2: <laughs> Duck. Oh, <laughs> looks like you caught me peeking in your bathroom closet. Hi, I'm Be Humane. Star of Be Humane Go Shopping. Perhaps you've heard of me. You've got a lot of stuff that was tested on animals. Shampoo, cleaner, mascara. Did you know that some of these companies still test their products on animals? Throw this stuff out. <laughs> You see, you have a choice when buying your household and cosmetic products. You can make a difference for animals by only buying cruelty-free products. What? How do you know these products are cruelty-free? Request a free compassionate shopping guide from AAVS. To know which companies are cruelty-free, just call 1-800-SAY-AAVS. Or visit www.aavs.org and look for my movie, Be Humane, Go Shopping. Don't forget, one 800 say AAVS, or visit www.aavs.org.
1: Well, you've heard us talking about Get Serious, the pet stain odor and pheromone extractor for several months now, and how easily it removes carpet stains left from cat vomit. Now I want to talk to you about a problem dog owners face. It's called remarking. If your dog remarks, you might have thought about banishing him from the house, or worse, taking him to the shelter. You use other cleaners, but your dog keeps going back to the same spot. Don't blame your pet because you used a product that didn't get the job done. End the problem with Get Serious. They're something you can't smell. They draw them back to the same spot. Get Serious is the only product that totally extracts the pheromones so your pets won't be attracted back to remark. Get Serious is recommended by rescue groups and veterinarians, and Get Serious keeps pets in homes and out of shelters. You can find Get Serious at PetSmart and in fine pet stores all over. Visit their website at GetSeriousProducts.com. Again, that's GetSeriousProducts.com.
7: Your cat deserves World's Best Cat Litter. A new breed of cat litter with a level of performance that makes it worthy of the name World's Best. Made from whole kernel corn, it binds odors naturally, resulting in superior odor control without the use of perfumes. It is truly flushable, clumpable, scoopable, biodegradable, and septic safe. You just scoop it and flush it. It's ideal for use in self-cleaning litter boxes. It is also veterinary and recommended and safe for kittens of all ages. Ask for World's Best Cat Litter at your grocery store, PetSmart, Petco, and anywhere fine pet supplies are sold.
0: Preventing pain, fear, and suffering of animals through nationwide education and awareness
7: from all across the globe. This is Animal Radio Network. The Veterinary Minute is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Made from whole kernel corn, World's Best Cat Litter has superior odor control without the use of perfumes and scents, and is clumpable and scoopable. It is also truly septic-safe and flushable. Ask your grocer or pet supply store for World's Best Cat Litter.
9: Pets are on pins and needles. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio. Acupuncture has been used on humans for thousands of years for everything from relieving pain to quitting smoking. But this treatment is not just for people anymore. But before you roll your eyes, you should know that using acupuncture on animals has been shown to lessen the effects of arthritis, calm allergic reactions, and even treat kidney disease. Sometimes acupuncture may take longer to see results and can be more expensive than conventional medical therapies, but many are reporting great results. Here's a website where you can find a veterinary acupuncturist in your area. Write this down, IVAS.org, and that is for the site of the International Veterinary Acupuncture Society, IVAS.org. The basic principles of acupuncture are the same in animals as with humans. Chinese medicine says that disease is the result of a blockage in energy flow along pathways in the body called meridians. Inserting needles into these pathways unblocks the energy and restores health. Practitioners sometimes use electrical currents to enhance the effectiveness of the needles. And while people might be a little squeamish about needles, most pets don't seem to mind it at all. Acupuncture in animals is not a New Age concept. In fact, it was used on the horses of Chinese emperors 2,000 years ago and has been widely used in equine medicine in the United States for many decades Although some veterinarians regard acupuncture as an unproven science, the AVMA now acknowledges that it has some benefits. Dr. Janet Donlan of the AVMA says it does cause some good things, and so we want to consider that. And so that's why the AVMA is open to consideration of the use of acupuncture. Well, many veterinarians have been using acupuncture for many years and believe in it. Some people are waiting for scientific proof. It's not a silver bullet, says veterinarian Dr. Brian Voynick, who is a VNN reporter in New Jersey. You know, there are other tools in the tool chest and acupuncture is one of those, Dr. Voynick says. He added acupuncture to his conventional veterinary practice about 15 years ago when nothing else would work for his patient's paralysis. Three days after testing acupuncture on Susie, Susie was walking again. You can use acupuncture on all animals, Voynich says. I've attended lectures in China where they do acupuncture on dolphins. I've attended lectures in Florida where an acupuncturist used acupuncture on tortoises, and it worked quite well. It works on cats, too. Because of severe arthritis, Tom, the cat, had trouble walking, but now he's as nimble as a cat, says Mike Ascow, Tom's owner. He's just a cat, but we would do anything for him. And we think that giving him acupuncture has been the greatest improvement in his medical history. It's a sentiment dog owners share as well. Tom Dock says, I can't think of anything we would not do for our dogs. Really, for my dogs, if they're healthy and happy, it's worth it. That's the sentiment for most pet owners. For the Veterinary News Network at MyVNN.com, I'm Dr. Jim Humphreys reporting for Animal Radio.
1: Come on over here and say goodbye. I'm so sorry, Judy. How many root beers have I spilt?
9: <laughs> uh, if it's not root
5: beer, it's coffee. You've spilled more liquid than this. And you studio.
1: always clean up after me. Yes. Oh, God bless you. Thank you so much for that. I, I, I'm like a little kid.
5: I have to get you a
1: little sippy cup with the lid. I'm spastic. Oh, now we'll get the calls like we did last time from the the listeners saying they needed to send me sippy cups. Yeah,
5: where's that one listener? She was supposed to send you one.
1: Okay, we got to get out of here. We want to thank...
5: Rue McClanahan. Rue McClanahan
1: for joining us today. Remember next week, Davy Jones of the Monkees, I believe, is joining us. Also, Dom Deluise coming up.
6: And
1: Joanne Worley. More information at AnimalRadio.com. If you get a pet this week, please remember to spay or neuter. If it's a cat, please do not declaw. And if you want a certain breed, please go to a breed rescue or PetFinder.com. We'll see you next week right here for more
6: Animal Radio right here on this fine station. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.